0: What's up y'all? It's your girl Felicia Jasmine. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of College by Her, the podcast. I hope your week has gotten off to an amazing start and if it hasn't, I'm glad you're listening so it can get just a little bit better. Please remember that the podcast is not meant to be a substitute for therapy provided by a licensed mental health professional. Let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. For this week's mindful moment, I want you to take a second and write a letter to your future self. Write about who you are today. What's going on? How are you feeling? What are some of the dreams you have, goals you have, fears you have? And tuck that letter away and then come back to it at a later time. I feel like this is so powerful and I've done this before and it's just so refreshing when later on you read this letter that you wrote when you were younger, whether it was a month younger, you know two weeks whatever you were younger and so to hear the things that you have to say and like how you're speaking to your future self whenever you read the letter again it just gives you a sense of inspiration and puts things into perspective so take some time to do that write down what's on your mind don't write down with the intent of someone else reading it because you already know what your future self needs to hear All right, y'all, this week on the podcast, I wanna get into everything, holidays, boundaries, families, end of the semester, end of the year. Y'all already know how this goes. That's what this episode is about. I'm really excited because returning home can be tricky. Leaving school at the end of the semester can be tricky. Just in addition to everything, the upcoming exam season already holds. I can't believe it's this time of year again, but it is, and we're here. So let's go ahead and get right into it. For me, when I was in college, going home for the holidays was something that I looked forward to just because all of my friends are from Charlotte and you know to have everyone come home for the holidays and hang out and see each other was really cool. I definitely understand that that might be a lot of you all's experiences but it also might not be your experience and so today we're going to kind of talk about a few different scenarios if you will that come up for a lot of people around the holidays and just some ways to navigate that and some ways to take care of yourself of course in the process. So go ahead and grab a snack and let's get cozy because it's my favorite time of year. I absolutely love fall, y'all. And not even just the holiday part, but just the weather. Seeing the trees and the leaves change and the chilliness outside, I love to throw on a sweatshirt, okay? Just everything about it, I love. And so I thought, what better time to talk about these topics on the podcast because they come up so much. And so it's really important for us to be able to shed some light on things around holidays, family, boundaries, communication, all of that. One thing I see come up on Twitter a lot and even in my friend groups and my personal experience from when I was in college was the topic of weight and body image when people return wherever they're going for the holidays. For whatever reason, some family members and friends, especially in the black community, find it okay to comment on your body weight, whether that's telling you that you've gained weight, lost weight, anything in between. And contrary to popular belief, people automatically assume that everyone wants to hear that they lost weight like if they got smaller and that just might not be the case you know we have no idea what's going on for people mentally physically emotionally or just health-wise in general someone might be sick and losing weight isn't something that they want to do and so you pointing it out thinking that you're giving them a compliment oh my gosh you look good or you look small isn't the compliment that you think it is i think it was maybe tammy roman or some other celebrity who talked about this and had a very rough time that they were having with the medical condition and like saying how everyone was commenting on, you know, them losing weight and looking smaller. And that was just not comforting to hear. And so I oftentimes think of that story. I think of my own personal experience with having a disease that was related to weight gain and what that process was like. And people in the gym even saying stuff to me when I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. So I just feel like when it comes to people's bodies, it's not our business. We shouldn't be commenting on them in general because it just literally is not our business I feel like for a lot of people returning home or wherever you know home may be for you there is this sense of people judging your body and oftentimes people will comment on it so I wanted to talk a little bit about just how we could create better boundaries with people around these comments or things that might hurt our feelings make us feel uncomfortable or just simply annoy us I've learned from experience that oftentimes people might say or do things because we haven't communicated that we don't want them to do or say those things sometimes we might push it under the rug you know just kind of chuckle and keep moving and they don't know that we're really uncomfortable by that my challenge to us this holiday season if you will would be to share how we're feeling with people when they say things that maybe for the past 10 years you've had a cousin who's always made a comment about your weight and this year is going to be the year that you're like hey can we not talk about that or can you not comment on that you know just really want to talk about setting boundaries and what that might look like whether it's a friendship family member shoes somebody on the street if you want to set a boundary you can set a boundary just kind of thinking around this I think some ways to bring this up if someone says something to you that does bother you you can share with them like hey I don't appreciate when x y and z or it doesn't make me feel great when you say this or every year you comment on this and I would appreciate it if you didn't do that anymore just really being able to name what it is that's hurtful for you and as a result hopefully someone will respect your boundaries. Boundaries, but I think creating them in the first place is a really big deal. And of course, the way you respond to people depends on the context and who you're talking to and all of that. But I just wanted to share some ways in which you might be able to tell others that you're uncomfortable or that something isn't up for discussion. And you can start by just saying, hey, I don't want to talk about that or this doesn't make me feel good when you ask those type of questions. I will share something that one of my friends says all the time and it's helped me a lot in terms of sharing how I feel with other people and kind of creating boundaries. And it has to do with what that other person's reaction is. So a lot of times we might not express how we feel or express that we need a boundary out of fear of how that other person will respond or what they're going to think or how they're going to feel. And those things often stop us from having conversations that a lot of times we need to have. And for me, it's certainly come back to bite me in the butt, if you will, when I should have said something, but I'm like, oh no, I'm scared of how they're going to react. So often this friend talks about how we do not have to attach ourselves to the other person's reactions. What she means by that is that if I share that something hurt my feelings and the other person becomes upset and angry, one, I don't have to take on their anger and also become upset and angry in the conversation. And I also don't have to feel guilty for sharing the way that I felt because that person is upset. And I don't have to internalize their upset feelings and say like, oh, I'm a bad person. I should have never said anything. All of those things are examples of attaching yourself to the emotional response that someone has When we share how we feel or create a boundary. To even take it a step further, you know, we are not our feelings, right? And so if we know this is true for ourselves, then that is also true for other people, meaning that when they have an emotional reaction to something that we've said, it's just that an emotional reaction. It isn't who they are. And, you know, what they're saying to us does not define who we are. This mindset and perspective shift can just be really helpful in having us think about how having these conversations, especially around the holidays, May really be helpful and then kind of thinking about how we manage the emotional responses that might come as a result of these difficult conversations. I also want to take a moment to speak to anyone listening who might not have the best home environment or the relationship with family or friends or you know even know where they're going for Thanksgiving. I know that this time of year can be difficult because the assumption often is that everyone has a positive and loving environment to go back to and that everyone loves the holiday season and I know that that's just not the case for a lot of people. And so I wanted to recognize that on the podcast episode and just let you all know that I see you and I definitely understand that everyone's experience is not hearts and rainbows and Christmas trees and cookies. So I just wanted it to be known that I see you. Make sure you have a few people in your corner that you can just call, text, have a moment of venting to if the holidays or this time of year is difficult for you. i Also know for people who have lost a loved one around the holidays, it can be particularly more difficult because of maybe some of the memories or rituals that you've had with that person. And so I just wanna let you all know, I'm praying and thinking of all of you and just had to highlight and recognize you all's experience as well because they are super important and oftentimes get glossed over. So College by Her, the podcast is here, okay? If you need to binge seasons one through three, please do that. But once again, just wanted to let you know that I am thinking about each and every one of you this holiday season this week on the podcast on one of my favorite segments called ask jazz where y'all write in and ask me a question because I'm jazz and y'all have questions somebody said I'm excited about going home but I'm overwhelmed with work and just how I'm going to get everything done I want to both rest and do work but it all seems impossible all right, girl. So one, thank you so much for writing in. I really do appreciate it when y'all send me questions. So definitely keep them coming. I remember this experience all too well. Just where Thanksgiving break is situated in the semester. You know, you're happy that you made it and it's this relief and you want to go home and do absolutely nothing. And once you return, you have exams, you have final papers, final projects, all those things waiting for you. So I definitely remember that feeling and can understand the pull of wanting to do absolutely absolutely nothing but knowing that you probably need to do something one suggestion that I have around that would be time blocking time blocking is another phrase essentially for like time management or scheduling things out and the reason I think time blocking is so helpful is because it allows you to create pockets of time for things that you want to do so that outside of those pockets of time you can do other things and you might be like girl what are you talking about I'll give you an example let's say you have a big paper due and you're going to block out out, okay, from five to 6.30 this Wednesday, I'm going to work on that paper. Having that time set aside is just really helpful because let's say Wednesday morning, you're spending time with your family and enjoying them. And then you start thinking like, oh my gosh, I have this paper due. And you start stressing about this paper. So now you're no longer enjoying the time with your family, right? Because you're thinking about this paper. And so what time blocking does is in that moment, you're able to tell yourself, okay, I set aside time already for this paper this afternoon. I can think about it then. And so it kind of sections off your worry, if that makes sense, into a particular time of the day. So instead of giving yourself the whole day to stress about this paper, you've blocked off 5 to 6 30 and letting that be the time that you're going to dedicate to it and stress about it, cry about it, whatever you need to do, but it's for 5 to 6 30 and not the whole day. I've heard from students how this can be just really helpful for them. It was helpful for me because it just allowed my brain to say, okay, right now we're at lunch with your friends. so we're Going to enjoy lunch with your friend, we have the time already scheduled later on for that big project and we can worry about it then, not while we're at lunch. Essentially, time blocking is just putting different things in spots, both mentally and on a calendar, so that you can enjoy the present moment. I really hope that was helpful. That helps me a lot. And I know I had some friends who, in some form or fashion, engaged in time blocking as well throughout the semester and especially over the holiday break so that they could enjoy people that they were around and also do whatever they needed to do academic wise. Hopefully that all made sense and thank you so much for writing into Ask Jazz. As always y'all can write in at collegebyher at gmail.com or you can write us on Instagram or Twitter at collegebyher. Make sure you send in those questions and I will answer them on the podcast. This week, we talked holidays, family, boundaries, communications, and how to manage your time while you're home for the Thanksgiving break. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed reflecting on my college experience a little bit and sharing what worked for me with you all. And I can't wait to see on Twitter and Instagram just how your Thanksgiving holiday goes. I really love this for us, and I hope you took something away from this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at collegebyher@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at collegebyher on both Instagram and Twitter. Please be sure to share this podcast with a friend. They can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And definitely check us out at collegebyher.com where you can get more information on everything College By Her, as well as by our mental health guide and any merch that we have. I hope you take good care of yourself this week and please remember that your college experience is what you make it and college by her is here to make sure you're mentally well while doing just that i'll see y'all on next week's episode bye